Greetings, radio and podcast family. Welcome to another Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and my lovely, beautiful wife, JC. A faith talk show sharing the good news with you. Today, we offer to God ourselves to sustain a personal relationship with Him. Our discussion today focuses on Romans 12, 1 through 2. It describes being a living sacrifice and not conforming to this world. It reads, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Yes. So today, let's learn how to be that living sacrifice. Greetings, radio and podcast family. Well, guess what? This is Pastor's birthday month. I'm not going to give away the date just yet. <laughs> But, Pastor, it is such a blessing when we know where we stand with the Almighty, especially when you get our age. Yes, But many of us are unsure how to be or become that living sacrifice. So we're going to tell you today. I'm so glad we are sharing, sharing with our audience not only how to do just that, but to be holy as Christ is holy. Because it is written, be holy. For I am holy. That's what Yeshua said. That's what the Almighty said. And that comes from 1 Peter 1.16. One other thing he does ask also is for us, you read it, not to be conformed to this world. Yep. And that's the second verse of Romans uh, Romans 12. We'll speak more of this later in the show. But I did wanted to do a quick, since February has gone and we are now into March, but I didn't know that February was Heart Month, Heart, heart Health Month. So hey man, just, we're in March right yes, now. Yes, but that's okay. <laughs> just wanted to answer it. Just my, a I need my things. heart every day of the week. Uh, hey, we need to just look at the different symptoms between men and women. Uh, there's also self-care. And of course, one of the biggest things about having a healthy heart is be on the move. Mm. We got to get moving. And now there's springtime. Hey, it's time. And eat healthy and mind your head. That means that you got to look at that blood pressure. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So that's just a few things that we wanted to talk about heart health. Oh, praise God. That is so important. Your mind, your body, and your spirit. Amen. All in tune. Uh, Daylight Savings Time is coming up on uh, March 14th. So praise God for March 14th because now... We can be healthier because now we can stay out longer Yes, and get it. up earlier. <laughs> what a mighty God. So anyway, hey, remember, you may listen at your leisure on our podcast stations, Google, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, and Stitcher. All right. We also would be honored for you to become a partner of the show. By signing up at WeLivingStones.org and click on the donate button or faster yet, cash app, dollar sign, LivingStones51. Call us at 850-219-0091 and just let us know how you're doing. Also, when you're on uh, WeLivingStones.org, you'll find our emails and then you can uh, just send us an email if you have any questions, thoughts, or, you know, just to connect with us. Because we are a outreach ministry, praise yes. God. We're licensed and ordained as pastors, uh, elders. Uh, and also can ordain and certify others yes. as pastors. Praise God. All right. And we have. Yes, we have. <laughs> uh, so as believers, we are to respond to the Almighty's mercies by committing ourselves as an act of worship. When we say our reasonable service... It can also mean spiritual and pure. So responding to Romans 12.1, we are consecrating ourselves as the supreme form of worship to the Almighty Jehovah. By presenting our bodies as part of that worship, 
we have a physical connection to the Father. You know, when we look at how often we give God praise, if we are really in tune with the Father, there is no time, no hour, no part of the day where you wouldn't be giving him praise. I'm just, sometimes you have the spirit come upon you and you're just in grace, you're ingratiating yourself with his spirit. Yes. But it provides an opportunity to see his rationale as part of our reason to worship. Because, you know, God is an emotional God. He is. He's a jokester too now. Oh, he 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 got a temper too. Yes, he does. And he shows it. So that means he is emotional. His mercies awaken in us his loving kindness. Because as I keep telling you, uh, audience, he wants to be connected as a family. And by we become known from the fruits that he bears, but we become that fruit too. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and that's all in Galatians 5, 23. But before we get started, we want to recognize our longtime sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell of Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Please call for an appointment, 850-402-9061, or take time to visit his website at dynamicspineandwellness.com. That's dynamicspineandwellness.com. Dr. Powell uses a holistic approach to help your particular ailment. And right now he's getting ready to expand to become a medical clinic. So we are so happy yeah, for you. Yeah, because I got ailments from head to toes. <laughs> hey, we all do at one point, but not, <laughs> I'm pointing to you. <laughs> you know, and now's the time to reach out and get an appointment because he has dietary uh, things that will help you lose weight. And we all want to look great for the summer. Gotta get started now. Yes, and as a chiropractor, his motto is live happy. So stay tuned to learn about being a living sacrifice. When the sun sets free it's free indeed When the sun sets free it's free indeed My name is Anne-Marie Baker and I used to have severe excruciating right arm and neck pain thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. I no longer have any pain or discomfort and my issues were resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you Build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Elder JC here with Living Stones with another parenting snippet just for you. Parents, do you know the difference between discipline and punishment? No? Listen up. Discipline offers the correct behavior and encourages growth developing good behavior for the future. It comes from an attitude of love and makes children feel secure. Punishment, on the other hand, makes a child pay for doing something wrong. Paying for something in the past comes from an attitude of anger, makes children fearful, angry, hostile, and guilty. Now you know the difference between discipline and punishment. For further information, contact Living Stones, welivingstones.org.
Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and my beautiful wife, Elder JC. What a wonderful day to be in the neighborhood. All right. I might have to have to start calling you handsome. Huh? Oh, yeah. I don't have, I'm not going to bribe you either. Praise <laughs> God. <laughs> so today we're going to focus on, I'm going to stay on, on, on topic right now because this is a humbling, humbling uh a message being a living sacrifice yes. and becoming a living sacrifice. As the Apostle Paul described in Romans 12, 1 through 2, a living sacrifice is how he described the new people of God, the new Israel that needed not to offer animal sacrifices, but offer our bodies as a living sacrifice each day to Jehovah. Imagine if all of us as believers offered ourselves up to God, what a great service that the Almighty would daily see. You're right about that. During the Apostle Paul's time, these refer to the ceremonies of the Jewish temple worship as stated in Hebrews 9, 1 through 14. It states, then verily, the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary, for there was a tabernacle made. The first wherein was the candlestick and the table and the showbread, which is called the sanctuary. And after the second veil, the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all, which had the golden censer and the Ark of the Covenant overlay round about with gold, wherein was the golden pot that was that had the manna in it, and the Aaron's rod that budded in the table of the covenant. And remember, when they went into the holies of holies, they had to be right. Oh, because if they weren't, they they that- died right there on the spot. But we don't have to do that anymore, Thank you, ladies Jesus. and gentlemen. We, Christ, took on that so we don't have to have animal sacrifices. So God knows we are prepared to be a living sacrifice for him on what? When we focus on things above and not on things of this earth. First Peter 2, 3-4, through 4, and this is our verse for living stones. This yes, is what sir. we based our outreach ministry on. If so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming as unto a living stone. A living stone. Disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. So we're precious. Praise God. In verse 2 of Romans 12, Paul had asked us not to be conformed to this world because we are chosen, because we are precious. In this verse, he references the world, but when during those times when they talked about the world, even though their world is much smaller than what it is today, but they equated the world to the age that we live in right mm, now. Talk about forecasting. Mm, it refers to a godless system. Oh. That of the devil. Since what? He rules the airways of this world. Mm. Paul is asking us to renew our mind by leaning on the kingdom of God. God is asking us Mm. to prove him. You know, he always says, (laughs) prove "Prove me. He wants you to test it and practice it every day. What is good and acceptable. Current conditions of this world. There's a lot of confusion going on yeah. about so many things. And fear. Yes. Who we are and to whom we belong. And to some, we don't even know uh, what gender we belong to. Uh-oh. I mean, there is so much going on as far as, but if we keep our eyes on above, keep our eyes on God, we would know all those things. You know, devil oh. slips in. What is it? They say the um, an idle mind is the devil's workshop. Well, he has been busy. Yes, he has. You know, it's about that cancel culture oh, yes. right now. You have to be careful what you say, or else the media, your social media that you're posting to to every day, 
can cancel you. Uh, also, uh, someone who don't like you or, or like what you said or don't think like you, they can complain and you will be canceled. So, And that's why it's so important that it says in the scriptures, according to the grace of God in 1 Corinthians 3.10, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon. So the Almighty, as the master builder, already put the foundation down. And now that he's waiting for us to come along and build upon it. The scripture continues, but let every man take heed how he build thereupon. This statement is identifying that the Almighty is the builder, but Apostle Paul also refers to religious leaders who are builders as well as because they are the Almighty's instrument. We are like a puppet on the string. Just make sure that you're being pulled by the right that's why you want the master builder to be pulling your strings. Well, remember, the foundation is laid, but it's others that build on it. And that came from 1 Corinthians 3.10, so you, so you will know. So we need others to build us up, but we have to be built on a good foundation. That's why it's only the Almighty who is the architect of our building using the gospel as the floor plan, floor plan working through his son Yeshua and the Holy Spirit. Mm. Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, they're one and the same, and the Holy Spirit, praise God. Our leaders must then teach sound doctrine, living a faithful life and developing maturity as a model to others because we are visual people. Yes, we are. We're always watching uh, who's in front of us and who's on side, and very rare that we look at who's behind us. That's why you got that whole body of armor. Yes, That's 360 degrees. Remember, we are God's temple built upon a foundation worthy of his architecture. You know, I'm reading a book now uh, called uh, A boy who was raised as a dog and it was written uh, and of course I'm gonna have to bring up the name but it was written by a gentleman who actually is a psychiatrist and he studies the brain but his whole thing is that you're made up of memories and you're made up of physical contact and a lot of the children uh, that are out here today that are having issues they're not, their foundation's not being laid. Right. And so as a result of that, uh, one of the things that happens it, when they don't have that contact, that nurturing, uh, they lose their, I don't know, what if it's called consciousness of being human. Yeah. And so they lean more towards being um, a psychopath or they could be uh, hurtful. Uh, they could be uh, just someone who doesn't have the sense of right and wrong. You know, sometimes we think that an individual is being developed to be, uh, you know, a football player. Let's just say kids like sports, so they want to be this, or they want to do computers, or they want to do this. But when you don't have that foundation, you basically are like, a fish without water. You don't know the direction to go. You don't. You're. You don't know how to do the things that you do. But that was written by Dr. Bruce Perry, and he. It, the book is excellent. In fact, this is my third time reading it, and you can only take so much <laughs> because when you see what these children are missing, oh God, this is basically the same thing that we, as the people of God, are missing. We're not laying a great foundation. And look what's happened over these, this past year. When you don't lay a foundation, chaos occurs. That's why so, I know that you have given that book away to every All of our intern interns, yep. That graduated through our programs. And we've had over 30-some-odd interns easy, that easy. Uh, passed through our, our doors. And uh, so a lot of them were social workers or criminal justice majors and things of that nature. So when they read the book or started to read it, it's like their eyes were wide open and it's, not shut anymore. Yeah, especially those who wanted to work with children and the children at risk. But you know, 
Ephesians 2, 19 through 22 says, now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners. Mm. So that's what happens when you have relationship. And that's what God wants. He says, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ, Yeshua himself being the chief cornerstone. So that's why we, this is almost referring back to second, uh, first Peter two, four through nine, because we become the chief cornerstone. This verse speaks of the original apostles, but we must look to ourselves now in this time being part of the family of God. And a lot of times we've broken off. I know we're from different denominations. We're of different faiths, but God, it doesn't say here, Baptists, Catholics. He is not the author of confusion. He says of the household of God. Praise God. Fellow citizens with the saints. So how we move forward as a living sacrifice is going to be seen in our next statement, uh, segment because we need to be looking to be, and I mentioned that in the very beginning of the introduction, we need to move towards holiness. You know, Yeshua says, be ye holy as I am holy. So, so we're going to, so when we come back, we're going to grow in holiness. All right. So let's do it. We'll be, we'll right, be right back. Fellows, become a 24-7 dad. Carter's Corners Fatherhood Class starts Sunday, March the 28th at 3 o'clock, supporting fathers with children. All fathers are invited to the 24-7 dad meet and greet at 719 Dem Street here in Tallahassee. To register, call Sam Carter, 850-510-6702. That's 850-510-6702 and become a 24-7 dad. Hey dads, Pastor Gary here from Living Stones with a fatherhood tip just for you. Did you know on any given day, there are over 2 million children who have a father in prison, which means many children are growing up without their dads. So men, please mentor these children with homework, sports, and church. Reach out to your youth programs in your area and check out our website, welivingstones.org. Welcome back. Welcome back. Praise God. Uh, we're going to talk about steps to grow in holiness, being a living sacrifice, and also how am I going to grow in holiness and my faith? Yeah. But before I get started, if you desire to gift the program so Elder JC and I may continue on the air, again, please visit our website at we livingstones.org and just click on that donate button also you can correspond and interact with us on the website also know that your faithful donation helps us to support not only the radio program but parenting snippets and serving children's and families in our community you know last week we had a uh, last saturday the 27th i'm still recovering praise god we had a farm share distribution uh, along with our partner, uh, the Leon County School District and Dr. Michelle Gale, we gave our farm share delivered to us 13,500 pounds of food. And we were blessed to be able to serve about 225 families and households. And even more important, we had a number of volunteers. I was just going to say, we had some folks who showed up and just helped us tremendously. Well, Sheriff uh, McNeil himself was on mm-hmm. site and he brought along about uh, over 10 to 14 deputies along with him. And then we had uh, the Omegas, we had the Jewels, and we had a noble 
uh, who were there, plus some awesome men and women from the community, along with children who needed uh, community, community service, service hours, hours yep. uh, middle schoolers and high school. So it was a awesome time to be in the neighborhood and to see all those cars that were lined up and everyone uh, got served. No one left without anything before that food ran out because we know how to ration. Praise God. Thank the JC and uh, Ken uh, uh, Nolan. We were able to do that. Now we, and now it's not too late. Mark your calendar once again, because we have the big one, the big one uh, farm share uh, is bringing their semi truck uh, to Gene Cox stadium. And we will be partnering with commissioner Bill Proctor and uh, you know, the, the commissioner and Living Stones has been a partner now for about four or five distributions. So we know how to do it. But we need volunteers again. A lot more this time. Uh, because a semi holds about 35,000 pounds of yes. food. And uh, so Gene Cox Stadium, be there. Volunteers, please, at 630 in the morning. We'll give out more information. March 20th. March 20th. Yeah. I mean, that's a Saturday morning. Yes. And, and the weather should be real nice. good. And yes. just know to bring your mask and your gloves. Praise God. So let's get back to steps to grow in holiness because I need reinforcement. I yes, want my foundation to be built on, you know, not on sinking sand, but on, on a rock. rock. Matter of fact, I'd rather have some concrete. (laughs) Give me some concrete. Praise God. So as a family, Apostle Paul addressed some issues when we as believers begin to pick sides and create rivalries of our leadership. Our allegiance is not to leaders who appear charismatic, but we should be growing in holiness following the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he chooses the position for the man not the man choosing the position. We well, is that something about being called of God and and many are be called. called. <laughs> many are called, but few are chosen. chosen. Yes, and a lot of people are going on their own, and then you wonder why there's a lot of success or failures or divisions. Yes. Oh God, and that's because we're individuals, but the Almighty deals with us as the church. Yes. Remember. The church is the first to be judged. 1 Corinthians 1.10 Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. That's not happening right now today. I don't think so. I wanted the issues that we have sometimes we think when we talk about being of the same mindset that it means we all think alike and talk alike no that's not what we're talking about god is looking for one of the biggest steps to uh that's important for holiness is really obedience Uh and somehow we have been so far removed from obedience uh we have parents uh who really aren't obedient to the things that they should be doing for their children. We have children who are not being obedient to their, to their parents, employers, employees. We need to be on the same page. And one of the things it talks about in 2 Corinthians 10, 4 through 5, it says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not of the flesh. No, they're not. But mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. And that's, isn't that that new word they're using? That woke generation, <laughs> imaginations, and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So Christ is looking for us to follow his steps because we're not fighting against flesh and blood. When we start fighting against each other and you don't think like me and I don't think like you and I think that that's going to cause a division or you got to think like me, you can't think on your own. That's not what he's talking about. We're not fighting against brother against brother. And if we are, then we're missing the mark of what we should be doing because we're fighting against the devil. 
the one who is the strongholds, the one who controls the airways. That's why all this music and all these other things, people don't know that those words penetrate our spirit and changes the way we are. God's way demolishes these strongholds. Our obedience in Hebrew means hupakawa. Hupo meaning under. That's a new word. Hupakawai. It's a Hebrew word. And the first part, hupo, means under, and akuo means to hear. So we must be attentive to hearing, listen with submission, and agree with the Lord. And I keep telling you, uh, uh, to our audience, is that you have two ears, one mouth, so you should be listening twice as much as you're talking. But it, it relates to the obedience of God, his commands, and to Christ. Another step to grow ourselves towards holiness is to find similarity because in Ephesians 6, 12, we we read that verse again, we fight against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Very high places. That's why sometimes, and and we've talked about that, how there's a spiritual warfare going on among our physical realm. And a lot of times we don't understand the things that are happening to us because one, we're not connected to God. And secondly, because we're fighting each other when that's what the enemy wants. Because when we're out of control and fighting each other, then he's having a payday, big payday. Big time. And and when we talk about not only there should be no divisions among you in the church, there's... There's plenty of division in our government, yep. in our community, total, total division. Uh, so much so that one party uh, that's in power doesn't want the other to have any say-so and want to think, have you, th- and they want the other people to think like them. And if not, then they're going to close out your account. They're going to cancel your business. They're going to tell everyone, don't use your services. And I always thought the dollar bill was green. Uh, But not only that, what happened to variety? You mean to tell me that if we had red roses all across the world, that people would be happy? That means Holland would be out of of (laughs) issue because they (laughs) have those beautiful tulips in all colors, even black. That means all flowers would be of the same color. God is a God of variety. He yeah. loves spice. <laughs> he probably loves hot food too. He's all right with me because he loves things. He loves the beauty of things. And when you look at nature, there is not anything that is the same. So when you're trying to grow in holiness, the key is trying to become closer to God and treat your neighbor like you want to be treated and and embrace your relationships that you have with each other. That's why marriages are are only 50% success because there's a lack of communication. Whatever happened to just sitting down and communicate uh, likes and dislikes because no one's finding common ground anymore. And uh, and people are just hurt right now. They're hurting about everything. And that's why the ultimate test, especially for you believers, us believers, is knowing that God is holy. He's holy. And sin cannot coexist with him. He does not. He won't won't let you in. Praise God. And that's why you got to remember Moses. In Exodus 3, 5, 7, and 8, and 10. When you come and listen to the Stone Builders Hour, you have to have your Bibles open, praise yes. God, because we are a Bible-based program, and we talk about things that are in Scripture and how it relates to today's time. And that's our mission, that's our goal. And so it is noted again in the New Testament, Acts seven thirty three, and it says, The Lord to him, then said the Lord to him, put off thy shoes from thy feet. Take off your shoes from your feet. For the place where thou stand is holy ground. That's why every morning when we wake up, we have to say a prayer and be covered so that 
when you place your feet on the on the ground on the side of then your you bed, touch the bed right? that's out of the holy bed. ground. Yes. And you should be prayed up and embrace God and praise Him. We're allowing you to wake up and be able to put your feet on His ground. That's true. Remember, we used to tell the the children that when they came into our offices, and we had professional offices. But when they came in for our after school program, we'd have to halt them at the door because they're ready to run in and just cause chaos. And my whole thing to them was, this is holy ground. You need to come in respectful. You need to come in ready to learn. Because <laughs> it'd I be mean, like gangbusters. Yes, but that is, but kids love boundaries and they love yeah. limits. And when they begin to see how we did it over and over again, they took that on upon themselves. That's that's awesome. That's what that's why the opposite of not stepping into holiness is said so appropriately by Yeshua in Matthew thirteen through thirteen twenty two. He also that received seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choked the word and he became unfruitful. So when we move away from holiness, the word, the the truth is not in us. We live in the world, but we should not be in the same mindset as the world. You know, when you talked about earlier about God and his beauty, um, Psalms 29.2 says, Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. If you look at this earth and see the beauty in it. Yes. Every time I go out, sometimes I see a rainbow or see trees of a certain um, genius. And you have to say, God, you are worthy. You are awesome. Psalms 30, uh, 34, sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his Holiness. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 47, 8, God reigneth over the heathen. God sitteth upon the throne of his holiness. How much more can we keep saying that God is holy and he wants us to be holy? 1 John 2, 15 also says it so well. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Hmm. If any man loves the world, The love of the Father is not in him. And somehow, when you look Mm. around, there's a lot of, there's not any love (laughs) of the Father in those who are spouting the things that they're spouting. Come on now. I'm going to bite my tongue. I got to hold my tongue. God is love. He wants Mm. us to do everything. Godly love. love. Yes. Depending on our level of spiritual growth, John warns us against the temptation to come away from God. So, Pastor, you have anything else you want to add before we? Well, I know recently <laughs> there were uh, recently the um, uh, they were uh, evaluating the uh, the upcoming um, secretary, deputy secretary of health, who was the former director of health for the state of Pennsylvania, who is a transgender. And uh, they were talking to him about, um, he's he's a transgender, but about children making decisions on On their their own. own. And why would you allow a child to make a decision at three or four, whether he's a boy or a girl? And why would you promote that? And then to take away the parental rights of that child, to say the parents can not make the decision if the child wants to do it. It's like this is a topsy-turvy world. Uh, what's a four or five-year-old, even a six, anyone, your brain is not fully developed until you're 26 years of age and you're asking children to make that sort of decision? That's not of God. I'm sorry. Oh, God, help me, Lord. I'm going to bite my tongue today. <laughs> On this, Lord, control my speech and my actions because certain things are just not right. They're not. That's not right. And you should not, I should not have to decide for my child 
to be open to society from going to the bathrooms. I shouldn't have to worry about my daughters or my grandchildren, my granddaughters. Even grandsons. To to, that's right. Of any situation. Or in California to say that now if you're 14, I can be 19 or 20 and have sex with this child and not be uh, persecuted. There's some things up that on charges, are, yep. are that. Out of kilter. especially of God. Especially when you think and I'm going to say it, 50 years ago, that those same conditions were considered abnormal by the American Psychiatric Association. And now we hear, are here 50 years later saying that it's okay, it's good. And we're abnormal. Yes. And we're crazy yes. for not accepting them. So let me just read you Psalms 93.5 that says, Thy testimonies are very sure. Mm. Holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. So don't think that because we're saying these things that it's just for a moment. It's We know God is forever. We know he's the God of yesterday, today, and forevermore. So just know that these decisions you're making, eternity mm. is a long, long time. God loves the sinner, but hates the, the sin. sin. Amen, amen. So stay attentive to our next session, which is to finalize our spiritual relationship with God because we moved from a living sacrifice to being holy, that we develop a spiritual relationship with God because we walk in his holiness. All right. We might have to do part five and six on this one. <laughs> I still got some more to say oh, I'm on sure how to do. grow in holiness. Praise God. All right. Then we're going to take a break. All right. We'll be right back. I will sing through fire and thunder because you are on my side. I trust you with my life. I know my story it isn't over. Guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at welivingstones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax deductible. Hey dads, Pastor Gary here from Living Stones with a fatherhood tip just for you. Fathers have the most influence over their children. So dads, please spend as much time as you can while your children are growing up because after all, they want to be just like you. For more information, visit our website, welivingstones.org. We're your neighbors. We're Noble. This is Dewey Rio with Noble, the national organization of black law enforcement executives. Noble serves as the conscience of law enforcement. Our aim is to ensure fairness in the administration of justice and public service to all. We also support our youth through scholarships, mentoring, and educational programs. With over 3,000 members worldwide who work in the criminal justice system, our goal is to offer solutions to law enforcement issues and concerns in the communities we serve. North Florida Noble chapter members are also your neighbors. Many are first responders answering calls to your emergency and safety needs. We have members in education, social services, and other areas. We've chosen to be guardians in our community, but we need your help. Through these messages, we'd like to provide information for your safety and improve communications with law enforcement. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Welcome back. Welcome back. Boy, this has been an interesting conversation about holiness and being a living sacrifice and not being conformed to this world. But, you know, let's go over and summarize what we've covered so far, because I know Pastor's talking about having another show about this because he has he's not finished yet but we do worship god in spirit 
in, and in truth. And that comes from John 4.24. We also present our bodies as a living sacrifice and not to conform to this world. That was the beginning of our whole introduction with Romans 12.1 through 2. And then we want to be obedient to God in walking in his holiness. And that's 2 Corinthians 4, 4 through 5. This points us in the direction of truly having a personal relationship with God. Titus 3, 1 through 7 demonstrates that depending on God's grace, and remember, it's free, it's available, you can have it at any time. This godliness is the only way exhibiting self-control, godly attitude, and submission. And I know a lot of uh, folks are probably saying submission, oh, that's so terrible, it's not the right thing. But, you know, you submit to something when you think it's the right thing to do. And it's easy to do when you know that you are being put in a good light. You're going to want to do that. And I know a lot of times women say they don't want to submit to their husbands. But if your husband is supplying supplying all your needs, it's easy to do that. So men, you got to supply every one of her needs. Stand up. Yes. And I I have to admit that over the years that we've been married, I've uh, been able to choose where I want to live. Uh, My husband's always provided for that. So there are certain things that when you do it in a godly fashion. It was challenged here. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Because <laughs> it was a shock in the beginning yes, of so, it. Oh, yes. Well, this particular spot, yes. But be you transformed. Yes. Mm. By the renewing of our minds. But Titus 3, 1 through 8 reads, Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. To speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish. You remember our past, disobedient, mm-hmm. deceived, serving divers, lusts, and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, Yeshua, toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, which he shed on us abundantly through Yeshua, our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Oh, thank you, Father. Mm, This is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly. I'm affirming, Lord, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. Excuse me. These things are good and profitable unto men. So sometimes I think we spend the time not knowing what it is that we're supposed to be demonstrating. God has the grace for us to demonstrate godliness. We are a special people, washed of sin and working for good. How special God's love for us comes from the Greek for our word philanthropy. Everybody knows that word, meaning altruistic concern for human beings because that's folks who are philanthropists. What do they do? They give their money for a cause because they feel that it is the right thing to do. But in our terms, it's the godly thing to do. And it's the love of mankind. I I can't say that right now. I feel like there's a lot of love going on because it does. We see the demonstration of something totally different. But God is saying that if we are godly, if we are holy, then we should be following love of mankind. This is God's greatest demonstration toward us, and that is he delivered his son for our sins. And when I think about uh, the living sacrifice, the sacrifice of uh, Yeshua laying down his life uh, and uh, being crucified, and rose again and alive right now. I think about how 
uh, Abraham was going to sacrifice yes, his son. Yes. Uh, just on the word of God, I think about the uh, the woman uh, Samuel's mother who prayed and prayed and could not get pregnant, and when God finally blessed her uh, to have child. She took that child Samuel after she raised him and nurtured him to the priest yes. and gave him to the priest. How hard was that for mama, not knowing that there was going to be a promise of more children to come yes. forth. And God blessed her with more children yes. to come forth. So that living sacrifice, it's a life. So what are we willing to do to sacrifice ourselves for him. Yes. Oh God, what, what a mighty God you are. And that's why Revelations 22, 11, he says, he that is unjust, let him be unjust still. Mm. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still, praise God. So you're saying that the Apostle Paul instructed Titus to teach spiritual truth. Yes, he did. Encourage believers, maintain good works to shun strife or what we have today in this cancel culture and to avoid dissenting individuals. Yes. You know, the ones who say, do as I say, not as I do, I know I ain't use that a lot of raising our children, but our lives should be transformed. You know, I share that with a lot of men who and women who have been incarcerated. You know, the hardest thing for them to do when they come back out is to forgive yourself and to be transformed by renewing of your mind. mind. Amen. And once that happens, then you can take the steps to healing from the Greek word. Say that for me. Anachinosis. I need that cup of coffee. Praise God. It means make a new again or restoration, renovation, and change of life and heart. So when I first showed where we're living at right now, this was literally a shack. And when I told JC this is going to be our home because God spoke into my spirit that this is where you're going to live. It's like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I had to say, uh, God didn't talk to me about that. <laughs> <laughs> but coming together on one accord, because yes. you never questioned me when I said, well, God said, it's like she lined up and look what God has done. He had blessed us with a lot of resources in order to take a shack and turn it into a, a home place. Well, what do they God. call a uh, pig's... Uh, a, uh, a pig's purse? Taking a sow, well, pig's sow's ear, ear and turn it into, it into a into silk purse. purse. Right, you got it. Praise God. So, you know, restoration, it's, it's not only physical, but it's mental, it's yes, spiritual. It yes, it is. You know, to be transformed by renewing of your mind is so important because you got to get your mind lined up with his, and that's where keep your mind on things above and not on things around you. It's so hard to do. This is the life the Almighty wants others to see in us, in you. The payoff, as JC stated, is for this eternal life with the Almighty because we are living in a temporal body. Yes, a temporary temporal home. Yes. And it's one thing that we cannot take with us when we go is all your riches, all your homes, your stocks, your bonds. You ain't going with that at all. That's why it's best to line up with the Almighty now. That's Praise why when God. you think about it, you, you come in naked, and naked you shall return. Oh, God. Our opinions when we're not living this life means we are a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways, according to James 1 through 18. Well, no, James 18. James 1, 18. So when you think about it, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of times we say, but you know, I've worked hard for this, or I've worked hard for that. Yes, you have, but we have to begin to realize that what, what is it that when a person goes to another country and they're there for their country or representing their country, they become an ambassador? Well, that's what we are. We are ambassadors on this earth 
from God. So yes. eventually we will return back to him. Well, James 3, 2 states, for in many things, we offend all because some of us do take offense <laughs> and we give offense. If any man offends not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. And what we're leading up to, James is talking about that little member that's between our <laughs> two lips called the tongue. tongue uh, that's so powerful. Such a small member creating much havoc in the world and in our personal life, our business life, and you know it, our family life. Three things we can continue to do to keep our tongue under wraps. And look at that word we're, we're coming up with. Avoid presumptuousness. Didn't we talk about that last <laughs> oh, yes, week? Yes, we did. You had to go back and uh, turn, tune in. Uh, because to part three. Part three. Of complacency. And that's on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher. Google Music. Um, um, iTunes. I had a hard time pronouncing that, so she had, to, <laughs> she had to do that one. That was a long word. So it's again where we're placing ourselves in positions that God has not led us to. We're presuming that we're good enough to, to, to be where we're at. But, you know, a lot of times, I, I talk about that too, it leads ultimately, if you're not good enough, it leads to the Peter principle. You know, those who get to a certain point and they're really not as good as they think you they are. But we must uh, bridle our tongue and monitor everything we speak. And I know I'm guilty. And a lot of times it comes out even before you even think about it. And we need to speak well of others. You know, gossip kills. Mm. Uh, we, we're, we, Bad news travels faster, faster than, than good. Faster than good news, as always. And that's something that we as believers and people of God need to really work on. Well, I tell you, you say speaking gossip kills speaking. I'm not. I ain't got no gossip right now, but there's a house bill right now that's <laughs> out to uh, about your guns. It's to take away your guns, and the federal government wants you to register your guns with them and pay a eight hundred dollar fee. Do y'all know what's in this COVID nineteen bill? This, you know, they here's fourteen hundred dollars, but you know what's everything else? But you're spending twice that to, to even keep what you what you have. They're coming after your guns. You know your 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 right to bear arms and Second Amendment. It's going to cost you eight hundred dollars, but then. They want you to register all your weapons. They want to know where you keep them in your house, how many bullets you have, the type of guns you have. Plus, they want you to get a psychiatric evaluation on not only for us as a gun owner, but you got to get a, a psychiatric view of you from your neighbors, from your friends, mm. from your families. And yet and still, you have an individual who's a transgender, who's a psychiatrist, who's going to say it's all right for children to, to, mm. be, to, to support that child. Going to, through a sex change. Yes, at three, four, five years old. But I, as an adult, have not the right to make a choice of owning. And take away your parental yes. rights. And you want to see and have me, if I'm Evaluated. crazy. I think we better start evaluating oh, the government. <laughs> you got, Lord, I tell you, this is topsy-turvy. Or that, that other thing that's in there is that, um, you know, that's going to steamroll your religious liberty because they passed a vote on LGBTQ. And, and, and that's the Equality Act. And what's going to happen with that? They're going to be teaching sex education and orientation and gender identity in school, and you don't have nothing to say about it. At the same time, there's religious exemptions, and they're going to force individuals in faith base to choose between your religion and following the law. So we're coming to a point where, and if you don't take that shot of the COVID-19 shot, they're going to restrict your travel. You can't go anywhere. You can't buy 
Oh, what does isn't, isn't there something mm, about the six six six? God, you might have to come back for sure. Oh, so, in doing God's will, oh God, we need to build a spiritual yes. relationship with the Father as well as our brothers and sisters. But we cannot let there's certain things that are happening right now that are not of God. It's, it's not of Him. I just, I, I, I just can't say it. An important concept that the Almighty does not force us to take His side because that's so we got free will. Yes, we have a free choice. He's willing to accept us as long as we keep His commandments. Mm. So, if you want to be a transgender, keep His commandments. If you want to be so, but you can't do that because there's certain things in those commandments, and you got to submit your will to Him. That's I'm talking about the Ten Commandments. If you Obey my commandments, be baptized. I tell you, <laughs> calm down, Montgomery. Keep in mind Psalms 73, verse 25 through 26. Whom have I in heaven but thee? There is none upon earth that I desire besides thee. My flesh and my heart faileth. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Thank you, Father. Boy, I, I, God, Father, Jesus, let me take a deep breath. So I need it since uh, this is March and the heart month was in February. Let me take a deep breath and bring my blood pressure down. So go ahead. You finish <laughs> up for me while, while I try to recompose myself. All right. There are so many Topics, uh, scriptures on this topic of sacrifices. Pastor just read one, we must, or read the one previously, but we must remember God is waiting on us to come to him in spirit and truth. Are you ready to allow him into your life? So we're going to read a few more scriptures. We're going to close out in prayer, but it sure looks like we need to come back to being a living sacrifice, (laughs) to being holy. And to really Grow. living up to yep. uh, what God is looking for. I want to read Psalms 34. Yes. Sing unto the Lord, O you saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. You can take it from here, Pastor. <laughs> First Chronicles 16. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. And in Hebrews 12, 14, follow peace with all men. Mm. Peace to all men. Yes. And holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Oh, Father, we just thank you. Your grace is sufficient. We pray for our leaders. We pray for our president. We pray for our our senators, we pray for uh, the Supreme Court, we, we pray for our legislators, dear Lord God, both on the federal level, on the state level, on the local level, Father. Uh, Father, we just ask that you take the scales off their eyes and the plugs off their ear with us as the Lord, Father. We need you to be ever-encompassing in Every area of all people's lives, Father. Let them know that you are the same God of yesterday as today. And many of us hear your voice, dear Lord. And many of us bow down in all of you, Father. And we just pray that we want that for our brethren. We want that for our leaders, our church leaders, our political leaders, our friends and families, dear Lord, because nothing happens in this world that does not happen in our own families. So, Father, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for loving us so much that we can be here today to share your good news, Father. Yes. That it's not over yet and not to have fear but courage in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I say amen. 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 So we'll be back next week. And who knows? <laughs> maybe a follow-up. <laughs> yes, indeed. I'm not finished yet. I want to go back to so many. We're sacrificing so yes, much. Of our children. Especially. 
profession. Oh, and the, the times area. that we have sacrificed paychecks, you know, yes. to pay our employees before we got paid. There's so many different things that parents are sacrificing now their children from going to school. Children, our, our grandchildren have been in school for a year Here. now. They're being sacrificed. So thank you, Lord. We'll be, we'll see you. Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs>